Hello everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Spears of the Sun Community Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and joining me today is a reoccurring guest already. This thing's going downhill. But uh, no, no, real reason I couldn't get my original guest was because time zones are a thing, and they suck. But I'd like to welcome Aliasun again. Hello. Hey there. How but, you doing? I'm doing good, but who was your original guest, actually? Uh, originally, I was intending on having maybe uh, Jatters. Jatters, okay. Yes. Yeah, good uh, luck getting that boyo. I'll I'll work some stuff. I'll work some stuff. Um, But that's cool. It's all good. good. Thank you, though, for coming again. I appreciate it. I really do. No problem. It's fun to be here. So, my good sir, how have you been? Because actually, compared to how it used to be, we don't talk to each other as much anymore. No, um, I've been (laughs) getting my life in the gear, pretty much. Fucking A. I I don't know how many people know. I mean, probably a lot of people know because I talked about it. But I quit smoking. Uh, I've been going to the gym. I still masturbate a lot. I'm working on that though. And no, it's it's fine. It's just it, just consider it arm and dick day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna take that one to the grave. <laughs> On on his fucking tombstone, on your tombstone. Never skip arm and dick day. <laughs> yeah, but can you do arm and dick day while you're in the gym? Like, once you're done, like, your cardio, can you just sit down oh, and do dick um, day? Oh, based on the fucking porns that I read, uh, sure, apparently it's a thing. I'll keep that in mind. Hopefully I don't get arrested. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't... Do you want to go? I, it's, it's, it's fine, it's fine. I was going to say some dumb shit. It's cool, go for it. No, but that's been my life. It's just been focusing on not smoking, which is really hard when you're literally dreaming about smoking. Yeah, no, you fucking messaged me that. I, I, uh, hey, props to you for uh, not caving in so far. Really, it, it is admirable. Yeah, no, it's not. Okay, the reason why no, I said it's effort. not. Okay, okay, sure, okay. go for it. The reason why I said it not, and people are probably going to hate me for this, because... Okay, there's this huge perception that, like, when drug addicts get free, everybody praises them and shit. You know, they're fucking heroes. It's like, no, no, you're not. You ruined a lot of your family's time and probably some of their life because of your shitty habit. You're not a hero. You're an arse. It's like, yeah, cool. You got off the drugs, but make an acknowledgement that you were a dick. And, you know, I did that. I was an arse. I ruined some part of my family's life because of my smoking. You know, I could have been a better person. Well, that's a whole moral debate <laughs> for another day. But, uh, I mean, okay, fair fair enough. I, I totally see where you're coming from. However, I would be more of the opinion, like, of, you, you know, there's a... Fuck it, I was about to say redemption arc, but that just sounds fucking way too cheesy for what I actually mean. This is the redemption arc. But no, um, but no, the the fact. Sorry, go ahead. There's a really good song by uh, A Perfect Circle. And the name, I cannot remember right now. But it's pretty much about that topic about how you're not a hero for getting enough drugs. It's really good. And I don't remember the fucking name me right now. No, because uh, for for me the my headset of why I still consider sure I don't consider it like as an act of heroism or something like that, but I still view it as being you know an overall good thing is the fact of you know because you can be a dick and acknowledge it but not do anything about it. Yeah. Or, or you know the same goes for smoking habits or anything like that, but the fact is, is that at least in in your case you know you acknowledge it. You decided to do something about it, and you are actively doing something about it. So in regards to that, I see it as being, you know, morally a better thing, you know. That's fair. That's the, that's at least in, in my perspective. I can see where you're coming from, 
but at least for me and and i do you know fucking i I consider you a really good fucking friend you know so so naturally i'm hey you're extending your lifespan fucking age oh my god just let me die (laughs) nobody have to be sit on your face can i die that way is that on the cards i'm what what the fuck is the actual line from the clemps video it's like ah fuck it it's like i crave the for death but lust for a woman's touch (laughs) yes (laughs) i think that's the line it's fucking perfect (laughs) uh i crave for death but like lust for the woman's touch or like they die between android fives or something it's fucking great there there, yeah there's that oh man anyway let's move on from talking about tubi's fine bitty before i just leave the podcast (laughs) And start doing fucking arm and dick day. <laughs> yeah. So, what else is no. on the agenda? Uh, fuck. Uh, video games. I like those. Ah, God. <laughs> okay, uh, so, what have you been playing, y- Nick? Absolutely numb. For, for me? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, real life shit, I've started a new job, and that's been taking a lot of my time. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, however, I haven't been losing my mind as much. So, hey, yay, sanity points. I don't know for how long that's going to be. Because right now I might just still be in the, um, you know, uh, fucking uh, honeymoon period of like, I'm doing something different. Who knows, a week from now I'll be, I want to kill myself again. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but video games. Hey, I've been playing like two of them. <laughs> oh yeah, you've been, you've been playing Shapes and Bits. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't played, dude, compared, like, the last, uh, from last podcast to now, I haven't, I haven't played more of it, because it is very much uh, a thing that is, uh, like, Max and I are gonna be playing, I don't wanna, I don't wanna progress if he's not progressing with me. I see. Uh, I mean, I know the feel because I bought Ford 76, because a friend really wanted me to, and I've played more of it than he has. Well, I mean, and it's I Fallout 76. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I hit him. But I think you you at least purchased him when it was, like, fucking dirt cheap, right? Oh, yeah, I bought it for, like, £15. Yeah, no, it was... Yeah. It was funny. Which, again, hey, for, for people who fucking bought that shit full price, holy shit, I feel bad for you guys. Yeah. Which, oh, oh, okay, it's, I didn't put it on the docket for news, but I want to put it in for just... A, I'll, I'll put it just... It's fine, I'll fucking add it here for for later it's fine it's it's a it's a small add to the fucking because whatever I, I don't even fucking play the game but i love love the fucking drama and bullshit that has been coming out of it it's oh the been, roller coaster of the fest is fantastic it's uh, it makes me so feel so warm and fuzzy inside and it's like uh, granted i will a hundred percent agree that this bullshit that i'm going to be talking about later is me just jumping on the bandwagon i have no actual proper input to add to the conversation but holy shit is it not fun to look at spoiler alert i ended up completely forgetting to talk about the fallout 76 thing i i actually just wanted to talk about the nuka-cola rum but, uh, yeah, I totally forgot to talk about that. So, yay. Uh, but, yeah, video games that I've been playing. <laughs> uh, well, yesterday, with you, I beat for realsies, uh, Revelations 2. And I apologize for that run, because I was really tired, hungry, and I'm an asshole. So, I apologize for the salty bits, because, uh, you know, overall, I still enjoy the game. But it... There Man, it lasted like four hours longer than I wanted it to. Dude, I was, holy I was shit. out of there. Like mentally, I wasn't even there. Dude, yeah, okay, yeah. Like fifty percent of the time, I was just following you for like at least the first half of it because I was like, I don't know where the fuck we're going. Uh, okay, for context's sake, Alia and I decided to do the good ending for Resident Evil Revelations too because I haven't done it, and we were like, all right, based on memory, this should be a quick two hours. In and out, done. Fuck me. No, it was like, yeah, it was like four hours. Four yeah, hours? It was like almost. It was a long. It, four hours, almost five hours. Because uh, we basically have to redo episode, episode three and episode four. Because Revelations 2 is an episode, episodic game. Uh, so yeah, we had to do episode two, episode three and episode four. And basically just to do, okay, uh, spoiler warning ahead. 
it's a good game, but I'm, I'm going to spoil the reason why we had to do it. Uh, there's a segment in... Uh, uh, fuck it, I don't think I'm actually going to spoil that much. But anyway, uh, no, there's, there's a segment in episode 3 where it's literally the only decision in the entire fucking game that decides the ending. And that's in episode 3 that you make that decision. Throughout the game, there are some cool gameplay elements that affect uh, the routes. Because you play as two separate pairs of characters through the game. Uh, and one of them is like a, is like set six months in the past and the other one is set in the present. So what you do in the past can affect some of the routing that you do in the future. Which is pretty cool. Uh, Gameplay-wise, it actually works pretty well. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, Resident Evil 2, they called it the zapping system for some fucking reason, which is retarded. But what? It was called the zapping system. I'm not even shitting you, man. Re original Resident Evil 2. Like, because of the different routes, like uh, Leon A, Leon B, uh, Clara Clibri, or whatever. That was called fucking the zapping system. I'm not even I shitting you. I have no recollection of this, and I have spent many an hour and hour here. Okay, well, look this up to see if I don't sound like an ass later, but I'm I mean, pretty... I'm I mean, putting money, I'm putting you're, money down. I'm putting I mean, money you're down. You're correct on Leon A and Leon B, but I've never heard the term zapping. You, you motherfucker, I, I normally, I was said to myself, I'm not gonna fucking do this, I'm not gonna f system. I, I, okay, as soon as I type zapping system, the autocomplete is RE2. Alright, I will hold my hands up, I'm just saying, it sounds super gay. It's in I'm the not... fucking wiki, there we go. <laughs> Alright, zap zapping is a gameplay feature in Resident Evil 2 which allows players to change characters to play and explore the story differently. There we go. Uh, okay, so different campaigns is what it means. Uh, no, but uh, but the the I don't again I don't know why they called it zapping, but it's more like the fact that one route yeah I guess has an impact on the other but whatever. Um, okay, I'm off the top of my head I might be very wrong on this, but I'm fairly certain there's literally one decision that changes the campaigns. In RE2. Yeah, and that's you come across a locker. If you're playing the A campaign, you'll come across a locker that has a submachine gun and extra inventory backpack. You can choose to just leave them there, take one, or take them both. If you take them both, they're not there for Claire in the next campaign. Okay, yeah. If you leave them both, they're there for the next campaign. You take one, the item that you didn't take is there for the next campaign. Alright, so in that case, very true to... Uh... Rev two in that case, uh, they they. But it's they, they the only decision. Yeah, but no, like I, I said, credit where credit is due, and at least Revelations too. You know, there were a few different things like you could change the flow of the water in that thing. You could open a thing so I get a gun. You know, when we play as Barry. Uh, so you know, there was some stuff. But story wise, there's literally just one fucking segment. That's there, and it's like, uh, did you do the thing? No. Bad ending for you. Did you do the thing? Good ending for you. And it's a, and you still have to play through like the fucking rest, because it's because it's in chapter A of fucking episode three, so you have to do all the fucking rest. And ah, that took so much longer. Even though yeah. it's and we skipped shit. Like we we did not take our time. Like berries berries feels a little potted. Ah, dude. Especially with the crits. It's, ah, the fucking mine section with the goddamn, like, you need to fucking carry a crift, a, a crift, a crate through conveyor belts, there we go, and just to fucking power on a stupid elevator that only goes up halfway, which that was fucking hilarious, anyway, whatever, uh, but yeah, and also there's a lot of walk and talk, and especially, like, is it this, I think it is the first section of uh, episode three with Barry, where, uh, what's her face? I literally forgot her name, the little girl. Natalia? Natalia is on your back for part yeah. of the game, for part of it, and it's like you are slow walking like a motherfucker, and it is set on a timer before she can get off your back, and then you can keep running. That shit takes way too fucking long, man. Uh, but whatever. Uh, like, on first playthrough... It was, oh, okay, this is sweet. Second playthrough, oh my god, get the fuck off the back so I can fucking run <laughs> and grab yeah. items. But, um, but yeah, whatever. We beat the game. Uh, overall, fucking, I don't know, seven, seven out of pickle. 
It's, it was okay. I had a good time. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I could probably play some more raid mode. I could not as well. Whatever. I have other games. Uh, second game that I played. Fuck it. Now, now this is the real... Okay, let's talk about some real motherfucking video games. Slime Rancher. Holy shit, I fucking love that game. Okay, wait. Now, now, okay, I need to put it into context. I am... This is something that I discovered with uh, playing Minecraft at a certain point. Which is why I've become, like, why I'm super ex excited for, like, games like Satisfactory and I really want to get Factorio. Is that I discovered that I very much enjoy optimizing a system. And Capitalism. automating. Yeah. And, no, not even, because I'm not really caring for the money part anymore in the game. Um, Alright. He just admitted that he's a communist. That Yeah, that's basically what it fucking means, right? Res resources for the people. But I'm still doing it all for myself, because I'm still the single individual, technically. But, uh... Dude, communist for yourself? Anyway, so I've been playing this game quite a bit more. Uh, and... So here's something that is pretty freaking neat with the game. I did not realize how much exploration. Okay, we was... have we have serious lag right now. I do not know what you're saying. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm can hear it cutting in and out. Let me just make sure there's like no downloads going. All right, I think are we okay now? Yeah, it appears so. Okay, I think we're okay now. Whew. Okay, that was, yeah, because that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. Um, okay, there we go, yes. Here, let me, okay, I need to link you this, because I've been having so much fun oh. with these fucking things. Alright, here you go. This is what I've been spending most of my time in Slime Rancher doing. It's dealing with these little guys. It's drones. The drones are the cutest fucking things ever. Oh my ever. god, that's adorable. They are so goddamn cute. To, to, to describe them, they basically look like a, like a bee with a smiley face and like uh, one of those, uh, you know, like on, on a toy, the sort of like key crank on the top of it. And it just hovers around with this dumb smile and it is the fucking cutest thing ever. But here's the thing. These guys might be cute as fuck. But you can fucking optimize your slime farm. Because you can say, alright, alright, here, here you go, Mr. B. Mr. B, this is what you're going to do. I want you to grab food from my farms. And I need you to deposit that shit into the fucking food dispensers for the slimes. Now, B, number two, what you doing is you grab the fucking plorts, the, the fucking shit that they produce. And I want you to put this shit into storage. Now, Mr. In Storage... From here, if you see that we have enough resources, okay, take some of that shit and give it to me so that I can produce some more, like, mechanical equipment. And if I want to, and then, like, you can kind of reprogram this shit on the fly, but they are so fucking cute, and they are so fucking useful. Because for the longest time in the game, I was kind of stuck in this sort of deadlock where I couldn't actually progress because it was too much maintenance. I would literally just spend the entire time upkeeping my farm. Okay. But with the addition of those fuckers, I was like, fuck it, eh? My entire farm is set. It's like, it's it's doing its own thing. The only thing I need to do is water the the, the drones, because you need to put water on it, because since they're little bee drones, they're, they, they deposit on a platform that looks like a flower. It's don't water awesome. your electronics in real life, guys. <laughs> Just throwing but, that out there. But yeah, so, so it basically reduces the entire maintenance so I could just do that and then proceed to uh, doing exploration, which, what the fuck? I'm entering, like, new zones that are completely whack and have new slimes and I can't wait to figure out what the fuck they eat and bring it back to my farm and create an entire system so that it can be self-sustaining. I'm, I fucking love this game. It's so cute. It's awesome. I really, man, part of me really wished that it had multiplayer, but at the same time, I could see how the progression would kind of get a little bit borked, but whatever, it's still fucking awesome. Get this game if it's on a sale. Uh, so yeah, that's me for video games that I've played, at least, this week. Oh, nice. I started Return of the Oberdin. It's cool so far, but I haven't progressed enough to talk about it, like, substantially. 
Yeah, I don't have any information about that game. You Could are an insurance claimer that uh, gets sent from the insurance company to uh, the boat that has, you know, was basically lost at sea, suddenly returns, and you need to go on, figure out what the fuck happened to all the crew. And you have a magic, you have a book with uh, pictures of drawings of the people, and you need to basically figure out, you kind of do a bit of a clue thing of like, who the fuck is this guy? How the fuck did he die? How did he die? By who? Like, who killed him? And how the fuck did he die? And, or like, what's the fate of this guy? Is he actually still alive somewhere? Um, I bet it's all like super serial deaths. It can't, like, there's not going to be a dude that was just like, walking across the deck, eating a packet of Watsits. Could be. There's 60 fucking people. It's 60 crew. It's a lot of people. There better be death by Watsit on that ship. Could be. I I don't know. There's like I like I only like I've only uh, at the the uh, magic pocket watch that you have basically brings you to a vignette of like it's like a sti- uh like you know in those like trailers where it's like a still shot. Yeah, I've, I've seen gameplay of this game. So yeah, so so it's very much that, and so it's like a still shot of the moment that someone died. And so from that, then you kind of do send you're trying to remember. It's like, okay, wait, I know this guy. Oh, wait, like, okay, I have the access to the ship's manifest and I can see the, like the ship's log of the crew. So it's like, all right, this guy has an Irish accent. How many Irish people are aboard this ship? Okay. He kind of looks like that guy. Uh, but it's been really cool. Uh, but again, I, I haven't played enough of it. I've only played like 30 minutes, uh, give or take. That's fair. But I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, I'll probably get around to it. Sometime this year. Yeah. Now for you. Video games. Except the one that I'm going to be... I, you, you will get more chance to talk about that one when I just briefly mention it in the news. Because it's a follow-up from last week. <laughs> Are we talking about the one that I just played? Yes. Okay, so I won't talk about that one right now. Not, <sighs> no, not just yet. Soon. Soon. Okay, well that means... Guess what, boys? It's more Resident Evil time. How exciting. Which, yes, I have news related to Resident Evil. Uh, I finished Resident Evil Zero. Fucking A. It's, the bug one. It's, it's, it's not a lot of bugs. But Do you like fighting bugs? Do you like leeches? <laughs> then boy, I do fucking, I have the game for you. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Oh, man. I love it and I hate it. <laughs> it's stupid. It's a weird RE game. I don't know how to. T- I don't know. How, I don't know how I feel about it. It's like it has really good ideas, and it has fucking terrible ones. <laughs> also, fuck Billy. Mm-hmm. Fucking Billy Coin. What kind of dude's called Billy? Sorry, Billy. If you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> anyone who's named Billy. Yeah, we apologize. Like, it's just—it's just not a very hero name. Like, you know. imagine if John McLean was Billy McLean. <laughs> you know, it doesn't fit. It's—it's not, it's not a hero name. But you know, neither, neither, neither's Lee. That's a yeah. It's a gay name. All right, Nick. Nick is pretty heroish. Nah. You're lucky there. No, I can nah, say that. Not... But no, I will always play as RE0. I think. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, yeah, every time that I saw you on Steam, I think it was just like Ali's playing RE0. Oh, I also finished RE4 as well. Oh, that's true. That's true. You, you yeah, I did another play for that. That game's fucking rad. I love that goddamn game. Just play RE4. I feel indifferent about it. You're you're fucking wrong. I don't know. Like, I I've played some of it. No, I played the the Wii one, the one on Wii. Oh, that because that's the fucking best edition to play. Fucking no. Did <laughs> <laughs> you, you play with the pointer? Is that? What did you? Yeah, do? You I, w- I waggled my stick to fucking run from the boulder. <laughs> yeah, no, buy the fucking the Steam edition, you twat. 
uh, again, again, uh, to put again into context, because yeah, when I played that, it was with that friend who was super, super into Resident Evil, and has by proxy made me despise Resident Evil for the longest time. Oh, but we've talked and, about this. If you actually think the story of Resident Evil is good and engaging, then you might be missing a chromosome. But. <laughs> That's beside the point. RE4 is good for the Gameplay exact reason. This, but also because it keeps the series canon mostly out of it. And it's got like this self-aware kind of B-movie vibe B-movie to it. B-movie vibe to it, yeah. It's really dumb. Like, it's a super stupid game. And it's like... Like, when he's talking to the small dude... What's his name? Uh, the fucking uh, Napoleon. Salazar? Yeah. yeah, Salazar, the Napoleon-looking motherfucker. And he's like, I've sent my right hand after you and Leon just, like, deadpan faces, like, your right hand comes off. It's like, what? It's like the Super dumbest shit. Like, the dialogue's fantastic. Like, that game is a charming game. You have to play it. I, I might. I might. All right, so... It's also hard as balls, but yeah, go on. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, okay, so, before we jump into the news, quick little, uh, addendum to community news. I apologize, I still haven't created a forum post, I'll do that later. Alright, that's it for community news. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into some video game news. If you guys remember, from last week, uh, I talked about a rumor... That, well, it was like, you know, kind of rumor, because Sega uploaded the picture of a goat, or, yeah, of a, of, yeah, no, not a goat, of a sheep. sheep. And everybody was like, it's fucking Catherine. It's fucking Catherine. Guess what? Today, motherfucker, January 10th, Catherine's out on PC. It's the classic edition. Fucking A, it's out. Like, now, you can purchase this for 20 USD. That's 24 Canadians. Get this fucking game. Get it. It's a, it's a so steal. That, it's a fucking steal for what it is, and it is, uh, the version comes with, uh, you know, good resolutions. For the first time in the West, you can actually swap the VO to, uh, the Japanese. However, hey, the English dub's really good. You guys can stick yeah. to the English one, it's pretty good. It's really fucking good, actually. Um, hey, it's the, it's the team that made fucking the Persona games, you know? It's quality's there. The quality's fucking there, man. So and hopefully... With this, they will port more Persona games over. Exactly. So please buy this game to send a fucking clear message. I was like, no, man. We put it on the PC, you fuckers. We want it. Uh, Persona so yeah, Golden, please. Oh, dude, for reals. All right. Now, Alia, you've been playing this. You are allowed to talk about it now. <laughs> okay. So I literally bought it when the, like, the first arc dropped. I was like, give me. I need this in my life. Excuse me. Need the burp. Cut that out. <laughs> Dude, no, you know I'm just gonna fucking duplicate it. So I bought it during the first hour whenever it came out. And it is it's a good port. Does it have its issues? Yeah. I mean I kind of experienced little frame drop when I was in some of the landing areas it's called. But all you do is walk around and like talk to people. It's not that bad. Yeah. So at least once you're in-game doing the puzzle solving, that's... Yeah, good. it's all fine. That runs smoothly. Yeah, right, right, but yeah. it's like... And you're only in the landing areas for like two minutes at a time. Yeah. You're not doing anything bad, so whatever. I could live with that. But the game made me laugh because it made me realize something. When I was younger, I played this game. came out like eight years ago, okay? And for context, I'm 24 now. And I don't remember what age I was when I played it, but I was definitely younger. And when I was younger, I originally was more aligned in favor of, like, the stable Catherine. You know, the one that wanted to get married and have a kid and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that is... I was like, yeah, that's... I like her, you know? That's the kind of person that I would end up with in my eyes. See, now that I'm older? No. I fucking hate her. It is amazing how much I changed. It's like, yeah. I don't want a kid. I don't want marriage. And I really like the blonde-haired Catherine. 
but at the same time, I see problems with her. Like, I know why it's wrong to like her. Yeah. But her lifestyle is more in line with how I actually live or did live. Now I'm kind of a hermit. <laughs> Any friends? You don't count. I was about to say I don't count. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, Catherine, holy shit, play this game. Get it. Oh, yeah, it's great. If you're into hard as fucking Neil's puzzles and all honesty, and I wouldn't say fabulous storytelling, but engaging storytelling, yeah. then, yep, yeah, it's a very good pickup, especially for the price. Indeed. Yeah, for for the price, it's, it's actually really good. All right, uh... Small tidbit of news uh, that actually you brought to my attention, Elio, which was uh, that uh, Bungie is splitting up uh, with Activision, but they actually still properly maintain control and the rights to Destiny. Uh, this is very, fairly short news, unfortunately. There's yeah. not uh, too many, too much detail uh, as well. Uh, however, yeah. Um, uh, you could already see, though, some tension kind of building up between the two companies, especially considering that uh, Activision uh, were basically saying that Destiny 2 Forsaken, you know, wasn't uh, performing as well, like in terms of sales, as much as it wanted to. Uh, but uh, the, the game director, uh, Luke Smith, basically responded saying uh, with the, the quote, uh, We are not disappointed with Forsaken. We set out to build a game that Destiny players would love. And at Bungie, we love it too. So, well, which again, the thing that annoys me is like, as much as I want to kind of be, you know, it's like, hey, be on Bungie's side and stuff like that. Every time, and that's the shit that happened with Destiny 1. It's like, oh, by the time that the third or fourth expansion comes out, now get the game. Now it's good. They fixed it all. The, it's like, man, fucking just take the extra year. Make the fucking game. Yeah, the thing is, yeah. Destiny 2 is still kind of boring. Even with his DLCs, not a lot is actually improved. From know, what I've, I've personally heard from people, uh, I've I've kind of heard that Forsaken knows actually really really good, uh, but you know uh, the previous DLCs, yes, absolutely. the The first two or three were absolute fucking garbage, but apparently Forsaken's really good. But you know, I haven't played it. Eh. What can I say? Also, here's the thing. Um, now that they're no longer with Activision, any really big PC fans of Destiny don't get super excited about this news. They have even less reason to make a PC version of Destiny free now. It's, uh, I mean, yeah and nah at the same time, because the PC version sold really fucking well, yeah. and a lot of the players migrated to the PC version. So hopefully there is incentive there, but you know, Bungie be eh. Bungie. Yeah, Bungie be Bungie. Uh. But yeah, okay, so, so that concludes for that one. Uh, next piece of news that I have here, uh, which is pretty much me just arriving home and seeing this, uh, you know, it's it's whatever, it's, uh, but I, but it kind of leads into a discussion that I kind of want to have with you, because I saw you leaving, uh, sending me a message yesterday, but I didn't quite have too much time to respond on it. Um, uh, the game What Remains of Edith Finch is free on the Epic Game Store, which is a cool game. It is very much... I, Straight up, hey, it's a walking simulator. It's one of those types of games. If that's not too much what you guys like, that's fair. Maybe maybe skip that one. Personally, I played it. I very much enjoyed it. I thought it had a really good story to tell. And it told it very well, including with some of the g gameplay that it had. However limited that was, I find it used it very well. Um, so, uh, hey, you got nothing to lose. It's free. Grab it. But... Uh, the discussion that I kind of wanted to come to you, Alia, is, yeah, we, we are seeing a lot of games that are like, hey, we're going to be exclusive at the game store. And to find, let me, let me scroll up here because I need to find your quote here. Pop, 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 pop. What the actual fuck is happening? I don't like it, whatever the fuck is happening. And that was with the news of The Division 2 will release on the Epic Game Store and not Steam. Yeah, okay, for context, I'm not a Division fan. But the reason why I didn't like it is because The Division is Ubisoft. 
And if Ubisoft is willing to pull away from Steam, that's kind of a big problem. Oh, yeah, I never thought of... Uh, fucking Ubisoft's still used with Uplay. Yeah, I know, but they, they're obviously not going to just put it on Uplay. They know themselves Uplay's fucking stupid. I mean, Uplay has gotten better, but still not, like, a go-to service for me. Nah, yeah, I know. It's a, it's a thing that you need to have to play Siege or For Honor. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, but, so so I was actually kind of curious uh, why you're like you've really kind of disapproved from this kind of move. Of I feel like a lot of people are jumping on the Epic Games Store because they see the the fees and how much better they are compared to Valve, but they're not taking in the store itself. Right, the store mm-hmm. is customer service. It's garbage. There's no forums. There's no community. There's no nothing. It's a dead pan store. And the TOS, Europe-wise, it's very shitty. You know, I the Epic Game Store, while it may be good for devs, it's fucking garbage for customers. And it is actively bad. Like, it's... How do I put it? It is taking par away from the consumer. Which... Nobody should be in favor for. Yes, devs are getting a better cut. But if it's at the cost of the customer, it's not a good thing. And everybody needs to push back against this shit. Just like we did with loot boxes, just like we did with microtransactions. Somebody needs to shape Epic Game Store into something. Because it could be great. And I'm always I'm in favor of competition. But again, not if it hurts the customer. Yeah, I am inclined to agree with uh, part of it which uh yeah i i agree that the the epic game store is not where it needs to be right now uh the interfaces especially like just on the main store page it's not really great um and yeah there's no real community uh features like you said forums or uh, the capability of like reviewing a game or stuff like that it's not very much there and if anything yeah like just proper support forums because they the way that it is now is that developers can link uh, their own support forums <laughs> when you know that's not it would be better if it was like gen properly integrated they did now unfortunately I don't have it on hand with me they did have a bit of a roadmap of things that they actually were saying, like, okay, no, this is kind of what we're considering adding to the store. So hopefully they... And I, I'm trying to remember if forums was part of that or not. I really don't remember. Unfortunately, I don't have the information on hand. Um, but yeah, hopefully they do actually kind of shape it up uh, to be a little bit better than what it is. But at the same time, hopefully, you know, like, yeah, it's a big fucking... There's a lot of developers moving over, but hopefully that, you know, granted, it's like it's going by brute force a little bit, but hopefully, you know, it actually gives Valve a proper fucking incentive to look at Steam and the state that it's in and maybe try to do something about it instead of just hands in the air like we just don't care. Yeah. Because that's like, eh, it's, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a problem. And like, you know, fucking... Uh, and like, you know, as much as I, you know, I enjoy having user reviews on, you know, the store page at the same time, I totally get, uh, you know, why also user reviews are not a good thing. Oh, they're cancer. They're fucking, yeah, they're, they're just fucking atrocious. And like the whole concept of review bombing based on like something that a developer said or something, you're not, you guys aren't even talking about the actual fucking game, the, the actual product you're talking about, something completely separate and you're making all the other people that worked on the project suffer for it yeah. for no good reason. And it's just like, ah, no, that really, really no. sucks. Uh. Steam's user reviews need to be shipped up. Like, you shouldn't be able to review a game if you have not point one fucking... Yeah, and it's 0.1 fucking hours, and it's like, eh, fucking, you know? It's like, you don't have an opinion at that point in time. You're just writing like, uh, for giggles. No, it's, 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 it's very much, uh, very much annoying to, to see that stuff. So, you know, I, I hope that's in the grand scheme of things, 
you know, it's still that, hey, with an actual presence of competition, both both parties will attempt to actually do better, you know? Steam will try to fix some of this shit up, and, you know, Epic Games, uh, Epic Game Launcher, Game Store, whatever, doesn't have all the features that Steam has, so hopefully they'll let, be like, okay, well, if we want to properly rival this, we need to properly implement this stuff, too. And I, I don't know if they have a refund policy or not. Uh, Epic Game Store? Epic Game Store, yeah. It's trash, and they're constantly breaking their own terms. Really? Yes, people are not getting refunds when they're completely eligible for them. Yeah. Not to mention their I refund haven't... is actually breaking a lot of European law. Okay. Ah, well, great. So, hey, they're going to be following and do the exact same footsteps that Valve did earlier, last year, or was so, it the year before? They need to, like, seriously ship that shit out. Because yeah. I was, when Epic Game Store announced their whole, you know, devs get better cut shit, I was fully on board. And then, you know, when, you know, you take a proper look at the store, look into the terms of service and everything, and you're like, wow, this is it's like uh, really bad. That's a big for, yikes. Like, like, from a consumer standpoint, this is trash. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that kind of sucks, I admit. But nevertheless, that's it. I, I hope that's it. In the long term, at least, shit will get a little bit better from both ends. Because, yeah, it's none of them are, are great. It's like, Not I a... use Steam, but that's because I, I already have everything there, you know? Yeah. But, hey, if there was an actual... Uh, whatever. Uh, God Galaxy is fine, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I'd be 200% honest. If Epic Game Store was not getting Journey, I wouldn't care. Yeah. But, you know, I want to play Journey. And I gotta... I wanna play Ashen. Fuck. I gotta go for their dog shit store. So, yeah. whatever. No. no, they got... Yeah, they got the titles. You can't fucking say that they don't. I fucking hate yeah. exclusivity. I really do. Oh, same. Anywho. On to, uh... Hey, a bit more positive news. And I don't know if you know about it. Hopefully, I'm breaking the news for to you. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Getting a demo. Tonight. Yeah, I'm not playing it. Why? Yeah, you didn't see that one coming, did you? Boo! I'm blown away. Is it because of the shit that is implemented with it? The, this is a one shot, one opportunity, 30 minutes, you get the fuck out. No, because <laughs> I Download 15 I, gigs. <laughs> no, whatever. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I do. Um, you just reason, don't want to get spoiled at it. The reason why I'm not playing is because the game comes out in less than like 16 days. Yeah. I already, like. Yeah, it's uh, January 25th. Right. I'm not. I'm not gonna play 30 minutes of it and then be like, "Fuck, I really want to play more." I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> you know, that's fair. I'm not gonna download this potentially 60 gig fucking demo. <laughs> I know. I have no idea how big the the files are, but yeah, apparently people in New Zealand are already able to download and play it. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah, it's gonna be tempting, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm general gonna... reception is good, but so. I'm so gonna, far, or... I'm just gonna wait on the next game. Yeah. Like if if I could replay it, yeah, maybe I'd have played it. But, but it's a it's a, like thirty minutes and that's it. Yeah, I'm almost wondering if it's their uh, E3 build or something like that. Could be, because I, I mean, think I heard some stuff about uh, like uh, the build was very like it was like oh no you kind of have one shot to do it. But it, this, it's like you don't have one shot. You can, like, die or respawn or whatever. Yeah. But it is limited. It is time-locked. To but it's like, minutes. I don't want to be getting for it and then, like, get to, like, Mr. X. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's my childhood. And the game's like, Lamau, go away. Cucked. It's like, shit, you know? There goes my yeah. excitement. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get, uh... <clears throat> it doesn't get that bad, but, um... Man, uh, it's still hey. The demo is supposed to be there though, uh, until I I fucking hate when companies do this. The demo is limited till January thirty first. Yeah. So it's available like six days after the game launches, and then it's gone. Fucking Monster Hunter was doing this shit on on consoles, which we still don't know when if if we're even ever gonna get the trial version of Monster Hunter on PC. Oh yeah. Uh, which is annoying to me. Who knows? Um, but it's like, the RE7 demo was like one of the smartest demos ever fucking made. It was a ah, great demo. dude, yeah, that shit was really good. And then it's like, the RE2 demo is like, 30 minutes, slow now. 
It's like what? No, go away. No, it's it's a, it's a weird one. Do you remember? It's a weird one for. Do you remember like back in the day when demos used to be like one third of a game? No, oh, yeah, no, it was fucking shareware, man. Yeah. Hey, you get episode one and get the you know buy or or send in the fucking mail for him with your check and then we'll send you the game. I I still have fucking boxes with that shit in it. Uh, I still have a. I think it's my brother that has it now. It's a shareware disc called 99 Games. It's <laughs> fucking 99 DOS games. So many, so many games on there that. Which yeah, man, I was watching this um, uh, the Warframe documentary on. Uh, was it? I want to say it was Warframe. It was a Warframe documentary on, uh, like, uh, by NoClip. Yeah. Uh, Danny O'Dwyer and that group. And one of the lead designers, I, I really want to say it's Warframe, but I'm not fucking sure. I'm, uh, whatever. I'm going to say it was that, but the, like, the lead designer on that made a DOS game called Solar. And I fucking played the ever-living shit out of that shareware of Solar. And I was just blowing my mind going, holy shit, it's the same guy. What the fuck? I remember this footage. Oh, oh man, this brings me back to the fucking golf ball power button PC that my dad used to have. Oh, with Windows 98. No, it was 95. Yeah, it wasn't even Windows 98. It was Windows 95 on it. And I remember fucking, oh, dude. Anyway, that's that thing was a nostalgia trip. When you talk about this, I keep, like, gotta remembering that you're actually younger than me. Oh my god, shut the fuck up with that every time. Dude, it's like, oh, you're actually younger. Like, dude, you're making it sound like we have, like, at least five years apart. It's literally a year. No, it's Actually, not, it's not even a full year. It's months. It's not that. It's, uh, like, I was born in 94, right? And I grew up with PlayStation 1. Yeah. Like, when people talk about DOS, they're, like, talking about, like, they, they grew up in, like, the 80s. You know, I, that's, a, it's, that's, it's that's my mentality to. of it. Like when people talk about DOS, it's like, oh yeah, they were alive in the eighties and then started like, gaming for nineties and shit. But you, you didn't. You just, you were a DOS kid in the nineties. It's weird. Yeah, man. It's fucking. Uh, it's, like, it's just weird to me. Like it's like when you talk about it, it, it makes you sound older. Like you were born in the eighties. No, generally, I and you're kind of right. It does because I speak to you know like a lot of people in the same age range, and yeah, a lot of people you know it's like Nintendo sixty four. That was their fucking shit, you know. Uh, Ocarina and of Time. That's, that's yeah, but I said I, I never, I never owned a console. Yeah, like first that's console. Why. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, like that's why it's weird. Like when you talk about it, because I got to remember. It's like wait, no, you're you're a nineties kid. You're not even fucking in the eighties. Yeah, no, like, technically, first console I ever owned, and even then it wasn't me, it was my brother, was a second-hand GameCube that he bought. And, like, when he got that, uh, fucking, the 360 was already out for, like, a year or two. Ah. Um, and, yeah, we had that with a Bionicle game, a Beyblade game, a Lord of the Rings... Return to the Throne, fucking, it was like Lord, the third Lord of the Rings game. The Return of the King? Return of the King. Yeah, because yeah, I have it was, that it was like, right in front of me right now. Yeah, that, that game was, that game was supposed to be fun. It was. It was, it was okay. a good cooperative game. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah it, it, we, we played it in co-op, and it had like branching past stuff. It was kind of neat. Um, And I remember just looking at the, yeah, and I think, yeah, it was that. We didn't even have a fucking memory card. We ended up buying a, a memory card secondhand later, uh, later down the line. And yeah, like that, that. Those were the only fucking games that we had for it, and uh, I can remember kept looking at the box, going, "Oh man, there's Metal Gear Solid. I want to buy that." But I didn't realize that that was fucking Twin Six. I oh. only learned that later. The remake. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was a remake. But yeah, I remember just looking at the box where Resident Evil Four was on and Metroid Prime, all these games, and I was like, "Man, I really want to play these games." Never fucking did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just those fucking GameCube games. That was it, man. Oh, man, that was, uh, yeah. Simpler times. Yeah, I, I had a weird path through games. Yeah, PC, PC for life. Yeah, PC games has been most of my life. Oh, man. Well, with this, hey, you want to hop into some emails? Let's see what we got. We got some emails. If you guys have questions, comments, suggestions, feel free. Send those 
at spearspodcast at gmail.com. That is spearspodcast at gmail.com. And this week, we have two emails, uh, which we will get into right now. First one is from a hopefully future guest, the great Snoy. Ho ho ha he ho ho he ha hello there old chum you're about to get numbed. That's pretty much what he's going that for. That was here. the most fucking racist thing I heard. Have you not seen that fucking like mobile thing? Like, I, I thought that was just a straight up Chinese impression you were pulling on me. Oh my god, was oh, fuck. I'm I'm kind of sick, so my nose is blocked, and it's really it's fucking up with me trying to talk right now. I was like, all right, we hit the Chinese now. I mean. Yeah, anyway, he's, uh, he, he kind of goes, I'm not, like, kind of spelled G-N, like, no. Uh, not going to make you suffer like this. Let's get right into the question. Uh, too late, I'm the one who made our listeners suffer. So, uh, that's on you, buddy. Right. For 2019, what work of fiction would you like to see adapted into a video game? Oh, uh, what kind geez. of game would that be? We've already had The Witcher as a grand example of a good adaptation. What would be your pick... Uh, for the next one to get a grand adaptation treatment. Uh, I don't read a lot of fiction anymore. I used to read a lot. Um, what would be, I think, what would be a pretty good one, and I and like this is totally banking on uh, nostalgia was the Orcs series by Stan Nichols. Okay. And, uh, cause that one is, it would just be like, hey, we are a band of orcs having a grand old fucking time. Like, we're a party of orcs having a grand old time. Fuck it, we're fighting some guys and shit the fucking weed got mixed into the fucking bonfire. Now everybody's fighting, but they're fucking high off their minds. It's great. You know, it's, I think, I think there would be potential for some. For, you know, like, just, like, either a fun co-op game or, you know, like, a, a decent, like, either, I would say, like, either, uh, yeah, either sort of, like, a co-op game or very much, like, a single-player game where you have all of your, NP like, this party of cool characters and NPCs that, that you kind of, you can kind of tweak and do, uh, yeah, I guess you know, it's not good adventures with. Enough. It very much it is very much generic fantasy, but I think that with that specific cast of characters that were pretty cool and all had their own stuff going on, I, I think it could be good. I mean, the last piece of fiction I read, uh, Nick knows I'm a huge fan of this series in general, even though it's super trash now, just like everything else I love, um, which was the original Sadako books from Japan. If anybody knows um, The Ring. Samara. Girl that crawls at her TV. Yeah, that, that girl. Um, but would I like to see that as like a good video game representation? No. Satin Hill's already dead. <laughs> you know. Uh, I can't remember. Was it... Was it was the, there was like apparently a decent... Yeah, a grudge, there, was was a, a, there was a grudge game on the Wii. A, on, on Wii, you're right. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm thinking about the same one. All and right. I watched a uh, Let's Play of it, and I was fairly surprised at how uh, kind of cool it was. And don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of uh, Kayako as well. Oh, but, speaking of fucking Wii games and Silent Hill being in the gutter, have you played uh, fucking Shattered Silent Memories? Hill Shattered Memories? Yeah. No. Because I think it's alright. It, I, I don't think it should have been labeled as a Silent Hill game, but I still think what it does is kind of neat. Like, it's a, it's still an interesting game. I don't know. I I don't care about Silent Hill anymore. I really don't. Like, uh, No, that's fair. I, and I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah if they yeah, came out and were like, yeah, we're actually going to do Silent Hills with Del Toro and Kojima, I'd be like, you know, let's fucking go. But I don't know. I don't have any hope anymore. And it depresses me because Silent Hill was my favorite franchise for a super long time. But, you know, all good things die. Yeah, that's uh, quite unfortunate. But Alright, uh, let's, uh, 
let's hop into the second email and hopefully uh, end on a not shitty note of uh, fucking companies screwing their best franchises into the dirt. Uh, <laughs> with uh, hello, uh, this is from uh, Toya Spirit, uh, the, our guest from last week. Which, again, Toya, I'm super sorry I didn't get back to you. I'll be getting back to you shortly. We're going to do that forum post and everything. We'll get that set up. Uh, all right. <coughs> Fuck. Hello, Nick, and insert name of guest or guests here. Okay. Hello. Uh, uh, so with me, current guest is insert name. Uh, I hope you guys are having fun. And so with that, I'll get right into the question. What was your first experience with the internet? I know what mine was. You do, do you want me to start with mine uh, while you collect your thoughts? I know mine. And it's... All right. And Go it's a it. shameful badge on my gaming career. All right, fair enough. Go for it. May or may not have been looking up video game cheats. I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> I, think, I think that was it. I don't want to say. For me, it was an online portion of Microsoft Encarta. You know, like the fucking Microsoft Encyclopedia? What the fuck are you talking about? How old are you? <laughs> I told you, man. I used to have, like, fucking DOS and shit, man. Oh. No, that was it. That was uh, that was that for a while. Uh, later down the line, I, I try and remember. There was, there was a gap in between, and then fucking for years and years and years, it was fucking Flash games all day, every day. Addicting games, mini clip... Oh yeah, I remember fucking armor games, all that shit. Which, oh man, there was a a series of flash games. Like it was like Four Second Frenzy, Four Second Fury, and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I am such a fan of this fucking format of games. And then I discovered that WarioWare exists, and that that thing was just ripping off WarioWare, and it like blew my fucking mind, man. Dude. When I discovered what WarioWare was. <laughs> Do you remember, like, back in the day, like, yelling at people to not pick up the fucking phone? I'm on the internet. <laughs> don't use the phone. I didn't. I, I generally don't have proper me- memories of that. I do. I have vague memories of dial-up, but I think my my father, who was, you know, very much into into computers and stuff, so, like, I think we, we got to a DSL connection fairly fast. Uh, you know, uh, I remember, remember dial-up just sitting there waiting. <laughs> yeah. Dark uh, time. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. But no. This, uh... No, this was a... This, this, I think we're gonna start uh, coming down to a bit of a wind down here. Though yeah. that was Those were the emails for this week. Again, if you wish to send some yourself, feel free to send them at spearspodcast at gmail.com That is spearspodcast at gmail.com and i apologize that my internet story was super boring but i was a super boring kid that only played video games yeah so did i but i was well i used to do more stuff than i do now you were you were a fucking 40 year old man when you were a kid (laughs) like if we know the truth oh yeah no i'm i have uh what what the fuck is the name of that uh, that shit where it's like the guy begins old and then becomes younger as time moves on? Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button. Yeah, there we go. That's the one. Ah man. All right. So before before we close off, I need to do the weekly podcast recommendation. And this week, you know what? I'm actually just gonna do a quick flip here. And all right, there we go. This is all right. There we go. There's there it is. I randomly tapped one of my currently uh, listening podcasts, and this one's gonna be very easy for people to catch up to. It's a podcast that started three years ago, uh, or no, four years ago now. And uh, no, no, no. It would be no. It's three years ago. I'm an idiot. It's three, three. Uh, no. It's three years ago, but you have four episodes that you can listen to. Okay. It is called "Till Death Do Us Blart." The premise of the podcast is that you have a group of uh, five people, which is my brother, my brother and me, that they have their That's a Podcast and the Worst Idea of All Time podcast. Uh, and the premise of the movie is that they re-watch and re-review Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2 at every Thanksgiving. 
That was and terrible fucking idea. It's a, hey, did I tell you that it came from a group of people that have the worst idea of all time podcast, which I started listening to. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll actually I'll I'll do a, I'll do a package deal of podcasts here, because uh, because it is it is in correlation, which was uh, the worst idea of all time podcast, which is uh, by Guy Montgomery and uh, Tim Bat, which are two uh, guys from New Zealand, and uh, they are currently on season four of worst idea of all time podcast, which is every week they re watch and re review the same movie. And right now they're doing Sex and the City one. Uh, the movie, Sex and the City, the movie. I took it back. That's an even worse fucking idea. Yeah, it's funny, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I I have a fun time listening to that shit. Uh, but honestly, I say a good entry point is very much Till Death Do Us Blart, because man, that is that is some quality fucking listening right there. And it's like I said, it's only four episodes. So it's extremely easy to catch up, and you don't have to worry for about a year <laughs> until the next episode comes out. <laughs> so, so I think that, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up here. Alia, thank you very much again for joining me Not a problem. this week. I appreciate it, uh, despite being a little bit short notice. And with this, thank you all of you, you listeners, for listening with your ears, with your face, with your head. And I hope that you guys all have an excellent week. And I hope that you guys will lend me your attention again next week for another edition of the Spears Podcast. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me was Alia Sun. Good night. And take care. <laughs>